Welcome to Born to Thrive, Going Deeper with God. Together, we will journey into the heart of God as revealed in His Word. Discover why we were created for more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Going Deeper with God. Today, I'd like to talk about another foundational piece that I believe is so important for all of us. And this includes those of you who feel as though you are called to the ministry. And that um, has to do with the posture of our hearts and whether or not we see ministry or even our lives, whether we see ministry or our lives as belonging to us or about us or whether or not it's actually all about God. Let's go ahead and talk about those of you or talk to those of you who feel like you are called to ministry. And what does that even look like in today's world? Uh, it looks like a microphone. It looks like, um, you know, going to seminary and getting your education and then um, going through a process of getting ordained and having uh, the opportunity to share uh, the word of God with people. And yes, all that's wonderful. I mean, I believe in education. I think it's important if you're going to teach God's people, it's very important that you know what you're teaching and that you get into the word and that you uh, study God's word, whether it be in seminary or whether it be, you know, from someone who's very skilled, who kind of pours into you, um, or, or maybe it's just your own way of just, just getting in the word yourself and studying. And, but all, obviously all of us need feedback from other people who are um, students of God's word. So not minimizing any of that, but I want to talk about the foundational things that are so necessary for us today in the church uh, when it comes to leadership and when it comes to ministry and even how you conduct your own life. I believe that, first of all, uh, Micah 6, 8, sums it up beautifully. Micah 6, 8 says that he has shown me, oh man, what the Lord requires of me. And that is to do justly, to love mercy and to walk humbly before our God. And the reason why I chose that scripture, and there are so many more when it comes to ministry. The reason I chose that scripture is because oftentimes ministry becomes about the leader. And that is very, very prevalent in the United States, and I'm sure it is in other countries as well. But when it becomes about us, we're no longer doing exactly what we're not following God's blueprint. I'll put it that way. We can do great things um, when the ministry is about us. But really, are we following the leading of the Holy Spirit when the highlight is on us? So I say that to say that Many times people say, I'm called to ministry, but they get frustrated if they don't have a title or they get frustrated if no one recognizes them or, you know, people just kind of brush them off. But ministry can happen anywhere. If you feel like you have a shepherd's heart, you feel like, oh my gosh, I have a shepherd's heart. I have a pastor's heart. And you know that God has called you to pastor his people. You don't need a pulpit to do that. You don't need a microphone to be a shepherd. You can shepherd people that God brings to you because God will send people to you if you are truly a shepherd. You know, the Lord is very, very protective over 
his sheep, people that are wounded, people who need him, who don't yet know him, and he will send people to you. You don't need a title. You don't need the approval of someone higher up. You need to just follow where God is leading you. I'm not saying that you don't need to receive from other people or grow or go out and do your own thing necessarily, but I am saying that the Bible talks about the gift of God will make room for you. And so I want to get rid of the perception that ministry only happens in a certain context. And it's because of that mindset that we miss wonderful opportunities that God brings our way. We miss those opportunities waiting for a title or waiting for somebody somewhere to raise you up or whatever that looks like. The goal is not to raise you up or to raise me up. That is not the goal. I don't need anybody to remember me when I'm gone and I'm in heaven with Jesus. I want my life to reflect Jesus. And I want, because they know me, I want them to know about this incredible love that God has for them and that he wants to embrace them and bring them close to himself and and pour into them and that their purpose is wrapped up in who he is. But if we don't get that ourselves, we're going to miss that. And when we try to do ministry, making it about ourselves, we may get a group of people to follow us. In fact, if we're super charismatic and a great teacher or a great singer or whatever that is, you can get millions of people to follow you. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing ministry. If it's about you, it's not truly, it's not really ministry. It means that people are following a personality. They're following the gifting Oh, they enjoy you. They get an emotional high. But well, we don't need another emotional high. I mean, we don't need to just uh, feel good all the time. It can't be about just feeling good all the time. Meaning, um, you know how you feel when you're at some sort of a concert or some ex- experience and you're all excited about that particular thing. Your emotions get wired up. We can't we cannot rely on our emotions. We want it to be a heart to heart connection where people that we minister to experience God for themselves. So they're not dependent on the next uh, meeting in order to experience God, but we want them to encounter God face to face and come into the knowledge of who he is. And from that standpoint, we're doing ministry. I say that because oftentimes I hear People that I'll just give I'll give an example of maybe missionaries who are uh, very very depressed because it wasn't as fun as they thought it was going to be. They thought it was going to be exciting and they would see crowds and that you know all of these things would happen, but it, it was very difficult. So it makes you wonder whether or not they were prepared. It doesn't mean they aren't called to the mission field, but they probably left to go to the mission field unprepared. And when I say that, I mean that it can't be about you. It can't be about a great experience. Some people go into ministry for the great experience. Maybe they were rejected in the world. Maybe they didn't climb up the corporate ladder the way they wanted to. And so then they want to go into ministry because then they'll be in a pulpit and people will clap and then they would have a following and they will feel good about themselves. That's not what ministry is all about. Ministry is not about you feeling good about yourself or feeling now I am somebody. That's an identity issue. 
And that happens when you understand who you are because of the finished work of the cross and because you have sweet fellowship with the God who created all things seen and unseen. There is nothing greater than that. When you understand who you are, ministry is not what defines you. God himself and that relationship that he has, that you have with him and he has with you, that relationship defines you. And there is nothing greater than that. But when you go into ministry, making it about making a name for yourself or becoming great or having crowds or having people around you, you may accomplish that. You may accomplish all of that and still not be doing ministry God's way. So we talked about um, how far we've come from the blueprint that we see in scripture. Yes, they had the early church had meetings together where they all gathered together, but they also met in houses. They met in small groups together and and they they um, they were shepherding and discipling people who were coming into the kingdom. So our perception of church just being a big building with, you know, a wonderful pastor who can preach and teach. And that is ministry. I'm not I'm not minimizing that because there are a lot of big churches that have incredible um, ministries. And I believe have the humility to understand that it's not their church. It belongs to God. You see a lot of fruit from that. But you also see big churches that uh, it really is about the pastor and it really is about everything the pastor says is right and you don't even have to check it in the bible and how dare you ever question what he says and it becomes more of a controlling atmosphere where you feel small and he feels big but a true pastor a true minister of the gospel who is doing it god's way will not elevate himself above you now we honor the position that he has and we respect the position that that pastor has but it's not a hierarchy the only one that we exalt is jesus christ when we begin to exalt man then we're going to be disappointed because they're not god and no one is god but god and so in yourself, within your heart, if you really feel like I am called, I really feel like I'm called to a leadership position, then the road to that leadership position, whether whatever that position is, pastor, prophet, evangelist, teacher, whatever, whatever you feel called by God to do, the road to that is humility. And the road to that is saying, how can I impart to people that you bring into my pathway? How do I humble myself before you so that you can flow freely through me? And it's not my arrogance or it's not my pride that's flowing through me, but it's precious Holy Spirit. So there is a season of humility where you do not make it about you. And there is a season of saying, God, if I am insecure and I need this ministry to define me, I'm not ready yet. So being ready means that you humble yourself before the Lord and you begin to say, God, do this work in me. I feel this calling, but I'm looking at this to make me great. I'm looking at this so that people are looking at me and you know, saying how great I am. And every time I preach, they're standing up shouting and all of that kind of stuff. That's not ministry. That's a show. And I'm not saying I'm a charismatic person. So let me just get that out there. I'm very charismatic. I 
raise my hands and all of that. I believe in all of that. And so I'm not saying that that is wrong, but when you need that or when you desire that in order to feel good about yourself, then you've missed the whole point of it. What you need is to have God's approval because there'll be sometimes when God will have you stand before people and you have to say things that are difficult, that are not going to get the accolades that your soul needs so much. And so allow the Holy Spirit to work on your soul by humbling yourself before the Lord and saying, God, if I do ministry, it cannot be about me. I ask you to just purge my heart and cleanse my heart. So again, ministry regardless of what form that is, cannot be about you. In other words, you don't get the right to brag about anything. Oh, I did this. I had X amount of people. I, 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 and oh, I'm being persecuted because I'm, I'm the one doing the great work and people don't like me because I, it's not about you. When you make it about you and there are a lot of I statements in what you are projecting, then you've gotten off track. And I've noticed this, um, that there are a lot of pastor or pastor people, whatever you want to, whatever the title is, it doesn't really matter what they call themselves, but they oftentimes talk about how, oh, I'm being persecuted because no one else will stand up and say what I'll say. So I'm being persecuted. I, I, they're wrong and they're wrong and they're wrong and they're wrong, but I'm right and I'm being persecuted. It's not about you. If you're doing God's work, truly doing God's work, then the ones that are persecuting you, you're going to be praying for them. I'll say that again. If you're being persecuted for doing or speaking God's work and you're being persecuted, then you will be praying for them and you don't need to expose them. You don't need to point out everybody that's talking bad about you. That's uh, immature. God's called us to a level of humility where we want his name alone exalted, not man, not our own name, but his name exalted above all. And then uh, we will find ourselves in a position where he can use us to reach people. And it may not be in front of a lot of people. God may call you to pastor and you may pastor a little home church. You may pastor, you know, people that are on your job. You may be a janitor and God sends somebody else to you that doesn't know Jesus and you are just pouring into that person. And then he may send you another person that you find yourself with and you're pouring into that person. That is the most beautiful thing. The most beautiful thing is when you don't need anything but Jesus, but you have a heart to help the hurting regardless of where they are. And that is the heart that God wants us to have. Think of it this way. When Jesus came, he didn't come in a palace, did he? No, he came in a manger, in a dirty manger with poor parents, and he came to the poor, right? God brought the people because he preached the gospel. He preached the word of God and he gave them hope and healing. And in the same way, Jesus humbled himself, wraps himself in flesh, even though he is God, creator of all things seen and unseen, right? There is no one like him. God has no rival. He has no equal. And Jesus Christ himself became like us that he might demonstrate to us who he really is. 
and he is full of love and compassion, even for the lowly, the hurting, the broken. If we are not passionate about helping the hurting, the broken, and we're more concerned about the microphone and the robes and the accolades and the social media following and all oh, look how great I am and false humility, poor me, I'm being persecuted by this one, this one, this one. You don't need to tell people how bad you're being persecuted. If you're doing God's work, you're going to be persecuted, but you do need to be praying. When you have that heart of humility, then you bring pleasure to the heart of God, even if nobody knows your name. That is what God is looking for, that we want and we desire that his name alone be glorified, even if they don't know our name. All right. Thank you, and I will see you next time. If you are struggling in life, you are not alone. We have a Christ-centered mental health team ready to walk with you down the path of healing. To find out more, there is a link in the show notes. Consider becoming a financial partner with Building Bridges Ministries. The link can be found in the show notes. Together, we will multiply kingdom impact. You are the water, yeah, yeah, you are the living water, my well is dry, I need you in my life, I'm thirsty, so my well is in